Hi, I'm Theodora F. Izzard from TFI Reiki, intuitive channel, twin flame author and host of You, Me, Just Us Three, the down to earth spiritual podcast. I thank you in advance for listening to these conversations that aim to bridge the gap between us all. For most of my life, I was in the non-spiritual camp. I battled numerous mental health issues due to suffering with complex PTSD. And by 2016, I had reached a breaking point and then long, along came my spiritual awakening. The introduction of twin flames, energy healing and spirituality has not only transformed my life physically, mentally and emotionally, but has undoubtedly saved it. I know I wouldn't be here today without its transformative healing. My aim is to break down the barriers, stigma and common misunderstandings around energy work and spiritualism by having down to earth conversations with people from all walks of life to share stories, guidance and create discussion around how energy and connection affects and most importantly can heal us all in our everyday lives. These dynamic conversations aim to bring more depth of understanding as to who we are as souls and humans, help us to reconnect and heal, and I hope will inspire, motivate and entertain. I'm grateful for all your likes, comments, shares, subscriptions and donations. And if you would like to work with myself or any of our guests, please do get in touch via my website. Thank you for listening. Take care. Hello and welcome to episode nine of You, Me, Just Us Three, the Down to Earth Spiritual Podcast. Uh, I'm Theodora Izzard and today I'm joined by Helene Rothschild. Uh, she is a licensed marriage and family therapist, uh, an intuitive counsellor, spiritual teacher, animal communicator, author and speaker um, based in California. And Thank you for being with us, joining us and, uh, and taking part. So, um, Helene, why not, uh, if you can tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, your background, um, that would be a great starting point. Thank you, and thank you for inviting me. I'm very, very honored and grateful to share. I'm here to reach as many people as possible with the truth of why we are here, who we are, and what this is all about, this lifetime is all about. So I was a health ed teacher, so I have a bachelor and master of science, and I was teaching in high school, and I realized that the students would come to me with their problems and without any training, I knew how to help them. And my friends, the same thing. They said, how did you know what I was feeling? I said, I don't know, but I just know. And then it dawned on me that I wanted to become a therapist and do this all the time. I loved teaching, but I didn't like the discipline and all the paperwork mm -hmm. and the kids fighting with each other. And so I left Brooklyn, New York, where I was born and at 36 and I traveled around the country until I found Santa Clara. University in Santa Clara, California, which is near San Jose. And I studied to become a marriage family therapist. But I started doing workshops immediately. And see, since I was trained teacher, you see how you think it in the past was a waste, but no, I learned how to teach. Mm -hmm. And I also learned how to deal with large groups. So I have spoken to very large groups and it was not at least a bit intimidating. And having the background in science, I started to realize that I had a mind, I learned the mind-body connection with my first client. And I became psychic over the years and realized I was very psychic and, and can actually scan people's organs and glands and see what's going on and what emotional issues are in there and help heal them. But that's only because I have the background in science. So, see, you never know where you're going to end up. Um, but I also uh, started to just know how to help people. And I used to leave the office and say, How did you know to say that? I go, I don't know. Who cares? It works. And so I was intuitive way before I knew I was. And I realized I developed this whole therapy. Actually, I was bringing it through. And I call it HART, H-A-R-T, for Holistic and Rapid Transformation, which is what it is. And uh, I wrote my book, All You Need Is Heart, H-A-R-T, and it's available on Amazon and on my website. 
And I'm not an author, but I'm one of God's scribes. I hear the words and I start writing, typing, and I go, God, that's good stuff. And so <laughs> I, I have 150 articles on the World Wide Web. And if you look at ezinarticles.com, they have all of them. Uh, just things just start coming to me. I'm a published author of posters, inspirational posters that were sold around the world. And I'm amazed that I'm an author because I never learned how to write. I just listen. And, you know, when, we're into, when we listen to our intuition, uh, we bring in the wisdom and the creativity and we become spiritual masters. Mm -hmm. And that's what I have chosen to become and I help people become. And we can talk more about that later. But when I came here to California in 76, uh, I started getting involved with the spiritual community. And they were bringing in channels and all these people were helping others like myself open up to their intuition. And that's when I realized I was intuitive because I go to the classes and I go, oh my God, I could do this. <laughs> and uh, somehow it was my destiny to open up to this. And then in 1987, I actually channeled my guide. I knew they were there, but when they were inside of me as a conscious channel and spoke through me, not like I speak, mm. I knew they were there. Mm -hmm. And I've been um, multi-channel, multi-level channel for many years, and they're my teachers. And so I haven't taken any classes. They just say, okay, we want you to start healing do this, do that, do this. I go, this is great. <laughs> and so I became a healer um, just by listening and letting the, the healing energy come through me and to the client. And I even helped animals. I felt a dog recently who had a thigh that was gonna be cut off, couldn't even walk. And I worked with him telepathically, never even saw the dog and the dog is walking. Mm. So as a therapist, marriage and family therapist, and I've been licensed for 40 years, I work on the emotional issues. And then as if their people are ready, as a spiritual teacher, I take them to the heights of the spirituality. Mm -hmm. So it's important to understand your house. So the basement is your unconscious. That's where all your fears are. And the first floor is the conscious where we are now. These are the symptoms of what's going on in the basement. And then there's the attic, which is your high conscious. So people who are in the basement, meaning have fears, they can't get to the, the intuition. And then they try and they have wrong information and they wonder why. And so you have to get out of basement. And that's what I teach people, how to get out of your fears. We need the tools. Nobody shared the tools with us. And I do, I'm a teacher. And then once you're out of your fears, I teach people how to make sure their energy is clear and then not attached to the answer. And that's all in my book, Angel on Call. Pathways to Love and Enlightenment. And that's a textbook for the spiritual master training. Mm -hmm. uh, so I teach people how to live from intuition. Would you like to share anything? Yeah, I mean, it's, I, lo I love it. And so, so much of what you say and, and how you've kind of lived your life and, and learned and really resonates with me um, and, and my path. I think mine's been massively condensed, but I feel like we're, I have a, a lot of the same um, skills. Um, and what I, I thought was really interesting and hopefully might be interesting for other people is I, I've always um, thought that the combination of traditional therapy and then spiritual healing combined was a gateway into rapid transformation. And that's definitely what was the case in, in my experience, um, you know, for my own personal recovery from multiple mental health issues um you know to be able to really you know there was kind of two years of, of talk therapy and it was going well but i wasn't really getting to 
I'd make a little bit of an improvement, but then I wasn't really getting to the crux of it. And then two years ago when um, I, I was introduced to energy healing in India, then just within a week, I'd felt bigger shifts than I had in the previous two years. And then going forwards, the combination of those two has got me to where I am today. Um, and, I, and I just think that it's, it's hugely powerful. Um, and, and that's why I think, you know, what you do needs to be, to be shared. And, and how do you explain um, your kind of heart therapy and the mind-body connection? Um, how does it work? Yeah, the, the actually heart therapy is just the opposite of traditional therapy uh, because traditional therapy is talking about it in it's on the first floor. Mm -hmm. So it's a conscious thing. Mm -hmm. And I hear people come to me after years and years of being in talk therapy. I'm, I'm sure it's helpful, but I still have to do the same core work with them. Mm -hmm because they don't go into the basement. So what heart does is say, close your eyes and see clearly, mm -hmm. because you have to go inside. And then I say, rate your self-esteem from one to 10 and they'll rate it off in a three or a five. And then I'll, I'll say, imagine you have a wall protecting you from getting hurt. What does it look like? And we all have these walls mm. because we've been hurt and I'll tell you how we've been hurt. We make decisions on our experiences all the time. So po positive experience is we make positive decisions and we feel great. Negative experience, we make negative decisions and we feel scared and terrible. And so the heart actually gets hurt. And so I had a client on uh, the other day, uh, he was in an igloo, um, an, an iron in the glue. He was so wounded. His heart was just devastated from his childhood and which he decided he wasn't good enough and he was bad and he wasn't lovable. So he has all these relationships with women. He's in his thirties now and he gets hurt because mm -hmm. your beliefs run you. And so what heart does and, and what I did with him, I said, he saw his wall and I said, go back to the time when you were feeling deeply hurt and you built the wall to survive. I believe we really need to build the wall to survive. I believe that children who aren't able to do that actually leave the planet in an accident or in, um, uh, in, in a disease, with a disease. And so he went back and most people are five or under. Mm -hmm. but up to eight years usually. And he was this little boy and he was with his dad and he felt very hurt and not good enough with his dad, which is, you know, the parents do the best they can. We never judge them. Mm -hmm. I mean, they were wounded from their childhood and they were, unfortunately, we passed that on. I fortunately, I was a normal neurotic um, uh, from my parents and because mm -hmm. they had issues and I learned from them and I had low self-esteem, normal meaning average. And um, so I, I went to therapy and I started growing since I was 30. Mm -hmm. um, what do, did the most for me was my own heart therapy. I trained people in the therapy. I offer independent studies too. And I used to tell my students, now I train you to give me the therapy. <laughs> and and I, I grew tremendously because yeah. all heart is doing, we're focusing on what is the decision you made from the experience, go back to the time you made that decision. You can't do it from the uh, first floor. You have to be there now. Mm. And he was, he was just six years old and he saw what his dad did and he felt like he wasn't good enough. And then all we do is say, white out the scene with a laser beam. Mm -hmm and take three deep breaths and this is energy work and then energy and emotional visualize it the way you want it to be now the mind only knows the what you visualize mm. or what you sense and he saw his dad acting him because his dad was very wounded from his childhood 
in a very loving way. And I said, what are you deciding? I am good enough. And the wall started to, to get, to dissipate. Mm. And the heart started to heal. And we did that a whole session and it was very intense. And that's what I do. It's like, I go straight for the core and there's no more powerful process that I know. And I'll do it the first session. I'm not going to drag people out. I know how to help them in the first session. Mm. And they raise their self-esteem to a 10 in one session often. Mm. And the wall comes down and they come out. The yeah. other thing is many people are people pleasers. Did you know, do you realize that? Mm -hmm. They'll do anything to please people because it's survival. Mm. So this is what I say to people pleasers. Go back to the time you decided that it wasn't safe to be you and they're very young and what's happening, they're themselves and they're getting slammed for it. Mm -hmm. And then there's little kids dependent on their parents or whoever's taking care of them to survive. So they hide themselves. So I say, where in your body did you hide your little boy or girl? Mm -hmm. And often they're in their head, in their chest or in their stomach. And he found him in his heart. And he, I said, are you willing to take him home to where you live now and tell him it's safe to be who you are? This is such a powerful process and it's so fast. And he took him home to where he lives now and he was nurturing that little scared little boy. You know, no matter how old and intelligent we are and rich we are, we all have a scared little girl and boy. And that's the part that has to be healed. And that's what heart focuses on. I think it's, when you explain it like that, it sounds so simple. And, and actually, because I really, I, I kind of get, I get it and I've experienced it. And I think it is that simple, you know, and, and I love, I have a similar kind of mindset of, I know when I started therapy, at least I was like, right, let's just like get in, get it all out and just get it done. And I think there was a learning process for me of I had to do things in layers to be able to, I mean, I think probably if I'd gone in, my, I remember my, my therapist saying to me, you can't just take this wall and smash it with a hammer. We've got to do this brick by brick. But actually, it's what it feels like with you is you're taking down the walls, but it's not destroying them in the way that it would destroy yourself. By doing oh, because it. you're yeah. being positive. So you have to feel good enough and raises your self-esteem, yeah. lowers your wall. And I keep doing that same process until they're out. Mm. And what's and amazing in, in your book is, you know, it kind of it reminds you techniques and how to do this so that it's not just a you know I think do, do you find that people they work with you and then they, they don't need to come back or how, how does do you find that people yes, yes. sometimes I work with a person once I don't work with people for years mm. I have even couples they come to me after three years four years of therapy and in six day sessions I give them the tools that's the difference too Mm. And they don't need me anymore. I said, you know, we need tools. We didn't have tools. Yeah. They, they, so we get married and you have no manual. I said, I'm going to give you the manual. Mm. And there's a lot of the manual in the heart book, how to communicate, what a relationship's about, how to parent. There's a lot of information there. So I empower my clients from the first session mm. to, I give them the tools. Say, here, if you get scared, this is how you get out of it. Mm. Yeah. If you feel hurt or angry, this is how you get out of it. And that's what we're missing in our schools, which explains why there's so much chaos and pain in the planet. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree with some of the work that I do with clients. It's, you know, I don't, I don't want to have to be seeing you for a year. Like, I want to just give, do exactly the same thing. Like, let's just teach you how to make yourself better. Like, this is not me doing anything it's just sharing wisdom you know and sh and sharing experience um power them that's what you do too it sounds like yeah yeah that's what i aim, I aim to do anyway at least <laughs> exactly to me that's the truth the true yeah. therapy 
space to empower people and help them love themselves mm. and be the, the loving person they are. Mm. And I also learned that through heart that I just asked the right questions and they have all the answers. Mm. For example, I'm working with a person with brain cancer. He was recently, a take, the, the tumor was taken out, but he still has some parts in there in the brain. So what I do is I say, close your eyes and go to your brain where it needs healing and get a color and image or a feeling. And he saw red mm -hmm. and I asked him, become that image of the brain and see an image of yourself. And as the image of the brain say, I'm trying to tell you that, and it gives them the message, mm. what, what the cause is. Mm. And I also say, a brain tell him what he needs to do to heal. And then become yourself and see the image of the brain. And it'll always change if they got the right answers. Mm. And the healing is miraculous. Mm. The, I also do energy healing when I'm guided to. But the energy doesn't take care, get the negative thought. You see? Yeah. So I believe once I do that, we clear the negative thoughts. So once the client, he got the Im information from the brain, the cancer, he was made an agreement to make those changes. Mm -hmm. And then he said, thank you. Thank you. You can heal now. Thank you for the messages. Because your body's just talking to you. If you don't listen, it bangs you harder. Yeah. And then I said, what color is a healing color to you? And he brought in a healing color and the brain looked healthy. It is such a powerful process. I do it a lot. Mm. Yeah, I, I definitely believe in, in the power of the mind and, and how powerful the subconscious is. And actually, you know, I was talking the other day about when people are trying to manifest and you can, and actually, if your subconscious is going against everything that you're, you're effectively then just wishing because if your subconscious isn't in alignment with everything else, you're never going to achieve what you're going for because that's blocking you. Um, so the fear of success, my first client taught me the fear of success. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I, she said, I want to ask my boyfriend to ask me to marry him. I said, okay, visualize him, marry, ask me to marry you. How do you feel? Terrified. <laughs> I go, this is interesting. And that's how I learned it. I didn't learn it anywhere. My office is my laboratory. Yeah. And I, my first book in 85 came out. It was Free to Fly, Dare to Be Success. It was all on the fear of success. And there's a lot of information in my heart book about the fear of success. So what happens is you have, we all have a scared inner child and a scared free child. So the free child says, I want to be abundant. And the scared child says, no, it's scary. And I wrote down all the fears that I would hear, heard from clients. I discovered 20 fears around prosperity. Mm. 20. And if you have one, it will block you. Mm. So I developed a process to help people resolve that. Mm -hmm. I, I have a process for everything. Now, even dare to be slim. People say, I want to be slim. And I said, okay, uh, then be in an air balloon. And, how, and when it takes off symbolically, naturally, it will be, mean you allowed yourself to be the slim body you want. And how many ropes are holding you down? Now, they could be 15. I discovered 15 fears. So mm -hmm. it's fighting us. But once I help people clear their fears of success, mm. they just create what they want, whether it's a promotion, whether it's a, a contract, a house even. There's people that are afraid to lose, sell their homes. So I help them clear the fears about letting go of their home they want to sell. The mm. sell, house sells immediately. So we are so powerful. That's what I want to impress. And we need to understand that we have a free child and a scared child, and we have to heal whatever the scared child is scared of mm. so that the free child can move forward and create what you want in your life. And you deserve it. Yeah. No, that, I mean, 100%. I think 
it all makes it all makes perfect sense to me and i've experienced it and um i think even sometimes not just becoming aware of that child is a step in itself um i, I didn't really I, I kind of i know i remember when i sort of understood inner child healing i didn't really get it um but i sort of got the crux of it and then actually that you know like you were saying about taking them out of situations and bringing them home to you now and being like you're safe now and and it's okay um it sounds it to the, to the you know to a skeptic or someone that hasn't experienced it or whatever it sounds like oh that that's bonkers that's not going to work but i mean the simplest things like that thing i think sometimes we get so caught up in the complexity of energy or, or healing or you know all these layers because i think probably they've been created by the mind for so long we've been play overplaying stories and scenarios and whatever that's held us back actually to get out of it can be really simple um and and i think that's again something probably one of those fears that that keeps us where we are um but I was, what what you know it's interesting the difference you know you kind of have your with your with your training you had like your traditional um you know and, and being a licensed therapist and all of that traditional training which um and then the the spiritual aspect of things and it was just interesting you know kind of the the i i always think personally i would say i don't necessarily have a wide i have a little bit of knowledge about a lot of things but i wouldn't say i know a lot about a lot of things you know and definitely not in depth whereas i would say that i am a wise person and and similar to you were saying people will often come to me and, and ask questions and i will be able to just bring the answer for them whatever they whatever it is that they need it, it appears um so what is your understanding or, or explanation of the difference between knowledge and, and wisdom and the power yes. that's a very good question there's a whole chapter on that in my book angel on call because uh knowledge is what you learned mm. if you didn't learn it you don't know it and often you'll discount it <clears throat> wisdom comes from your intuition so knowledge you have a left brain and a right brain the left brain is your computer and it gets all the knowledge the right brain is your spiritual intuitive uh, creative feeling part so if you stay in your left brain your computer you know doesn't have any feelings Mm. I've been working with a couple now and it's typical the men are pushed into left brain and you know don't feel and then they get into relationships and the the women are complaining they're so cold that this kind of my feelings it's universal and it's so wrong because men are told don't feel don't be a sissy if, it's a, if you can't prove it it's not real well feelings are feelings whether they're rational or not they're real mm. So you have to switch to the right brain and get into the attic, be out of the scared kid in order to get wisdom. So what you and I, I believe, have done is, uh, by, the way, by the way, that's a spiritual master, is I live constantly from my higher self or spirit because I'm listening all the time to my intuition. I'm asking all the time. So mm -hmm. I live intuitively and i'm 80 years old and this is my natural color hair and i'm just getting warmed up and i don't even see doctors because i have my intuition to guide me what if i have a problem i get i tune into my intuition so that's wisdom and it's not it's not on this planet it comes from above it comes from from the higher realms well that's exactly how all the geniuses, whether they, there was Beethoven, heard music, that was intuitive. Einstein, he heard it in his head. EMC squared wasn't on the planet. So you can tell it's wisdom because 
he didn't know it. It's not written and it comes through. Mm -hmm. All genius comes from intuition. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I, so, so what would your, given your kind of partly scientific background, what would your, what is spirituality to you? And you, you know, you're talking talking about a, a spiritual master. For, for maybe people that aren't into spirituality or, you know, anything, what's your kind of explanation of, of those things and how they work? Question. Spirituality to me is living from love, trust, and faith. Mm. And wisdom, which is intuition. Mm. That's what it is. Yeah. And that's what I believe is the ultimate quote unquote religion it's actually uh the 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 word religion often leads to dogma mm -hmm. you know you should do this or if you don't do this whatever and i don't believe in any dogma mm -hmm. i believe that i go straight to god and all loving god and so my intention is to always be loving when i speak when i act always honor everything whether it's a plant of course people animals so it's living from your heart living from love and if you turn the word love around l-o-v-e it becomes e-v-o-l mm. and you actually evolve when you live from love so i keep evolving i keep rejuvenating i'm healthier now than i was 40 years ago when I wasn't living this way. So I learned the hard way. Okay, this is what you got to do to feel good. So I did it. And that's what I teach in the master training. You're a master because your spirit, your higher self is a master. It's your God self. Mm -hmm. And it's a connection with God, you know, loving God. So listening to that part, putting that part in your driver's seat, telling you where to go, what to do and then your mind body emotions are your car to be here they help you carry it out like i'm listening intuitively what to share however it took my my mind body and emotions to open the computer and be speaking to you mm -hmm. so we're in a cosmic partnership mm. i need intuition god's wisdom higher self wisdom is the same to to bring this through to you but they need me to bring bring it to people yeah and so we're in a cosmic partnership which feels wonderful we're not alone we're assigned a guardian angel every single person i help people meet their guardian angels and guides and then we have many guys that help you with whatever your mission is you are never alone and that is very comforting yeah, def definitely. I mean, I, for me, I think the term spirituality really, for me, just means connection. And whether that's you find that within a connection to yourself or a purpose or a higher um, power, however you want to call it. Um, but definitely in my, in my personal experience, learning to listen to that intuition um, has taken a couple of years, but actually now I just don't question it. And to begin with, I know it was kind of, I'd, I'd get a feeling about something and I'd be like, oh, how's that gonna happen? Like when I ended up, you know, six months before I was gonna go to India, I just had this feeling. I was like, oh, I think I'm going to India next year. And it, and I didn't know how or why or what, and it seemed completely out of the question. And yet then there I was, and that was, you know, a doorway into to everything else. And, and I've really found the more that I don't question that intuition and I just go with it no matter what, actually is one of the reasons that this podcast was created. <laughs> because I woke up at five o'clock in the morning and there was the title and the premise and, and everything about it. And then 
three hours later I'd announced it and it was happening you know and so <laughs> and now two weeks later I'm 10 episodes in so you know it, it's the quicker and I think the more in flow we can get with that the easier life becomes and it's not to say that stuff doesn't happen in life but I feel like when we're connected to that intuition and that guidance, we're able to navigate things so much easier. Um, and it definitely does feel like you have a, a team working for you. So when you were you know, talking about guides, um, when things just happen to work out and you're not quite sure how it, how, like when you go logically, that shouldn't have happened or you know <laughs> it's it and but the more you kind the more i find the more i relax into that and kind of just let the universe do what it's want to do like it knows where i'm meant to go what i'm meant to be doing and i'm just along for the ride like you were saying and you know i'm all up for as smooth a journey as possible so <laughs> if, if someone else wants to take take most of the Put their hands on the steering wheel for me then then cool i'm happy for them to autopilot it i think <laughs> yeah, it, it saves my life because i stay in peace if i have any questions another thing i teach and do is automatic writing mm. it's not journaling where you're writing your feelings this is where i start writing dear one from the light with that talking to me and they know my questions and they guide me every step of the way Mm. And so it, they ease all my fears uh, about whatever's happening. Like with this uh, pandemic, of course, it's very scary. And so I only go out when I'm guided to, and I only do what I'm guided to, so I'm staying safe. Mm -hmm. uh, and I asked, what's this about? And I heard, this is a big wake-up call because people, as well as the world, have to go down before we, they wake up. Mm -hmm. and feel the pain and grow and there's been a lot of growth and yeah. of course a lot of death deaths and tragedy but there's been a lot of growth people uh, had to stop and take a look at their lives who am i with do i want to be with this person lots of divorces mm -hmm. and also a lot of children being born soon in two months and uh is this this what i want to do with my life because people i know and i live in silicon valley in san jose area and people my clients both work full time and how much time do they have with their kids and how much energy and they need to make so much money to live here uh or to have the, all these extras and they're taking a really good look at their lives you know mm -hmm. uh, kids need you to spend time with them or they feel they're unimportant and unworthy and not good enough and not lovable mm -hmm. uh, so a lot of good things have happened people are waking up moving and saying what what's really important in my life also people need to learn how to eat better because a lot of our food that's offered is is toxic food could be toxic poison or it could be medicine Mm -hmm. And so I'm very conscious. I always read all the labels. I eat organic. I don't have any chemicals in the house because we're poisoning ourselves. We're being unconscious. So I teach conscious living. Mm -hmm. Conscious living is being aware. What am I thinking? If it's a negative thought, then you change it to a positive. If it's intuition, listen to it. Mm -hmm. uh, read all the labels. If this is the right food for you what supplements right for you your intuition knows everything yeah you remind me of my story when i was in carmel valley in california and i heard one day sell everything go to australia and i was 65 and i go what and, they <laughs> said, yeah. and i said okay so i went and that my story is written in the angel and call book and i call it um a walkabout with the angels <laughs> Yeah. Um, and it's quite a story. I said, why am I here? Where do I belong? And I ended up miraculously in this two block town. There was a spiritual community whose girl had passed away and the people were stuck and they took me in and I gave them workshops and I helped them uh, awaken and heal uh, from that. And it was amazing. 
that I end up in this two block town in this big Australia. It's, they get you there. If you just listen, you'll be exactly where you need to be as you were in India. Yeah. 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 And I think that's part of it is what makes life exciting. You know, oh, it's very exciting. much of, you know, I know I was previously was kind of petrified of anything I, I didn't know or I hadn't experienced. And I was so, and I'm not saying that my life is particularly wildly exciting right now, but, you know, but um, it's just a different way of seeing things. Like if a new experience comes up or I'm offered something new or I have these, you know, inspired moments of <laughs> what I need to do next, just going, yeah, okay, let's just see what happens. You know, I've never created a podcast before. Didn't I really know what I was doing. Don't really know, you know, each conversation is completely different. Just went, right, let's find some interesting people and see what happens, you know, and great. You know, I might have a certain name for it, but if it, if the universe has got a certain name for, you know, whoever it needs to help or reach or whatever, I know it's going to get to whoever it needs to. And I think, it's that's what not wor that removal of that worry about the future uh was i mean i used to have crippling anxiety trying to work out every outcome for every outcome for every outcome and how i would react to everything and how i could control everything because i was so out of control within myself and actually by release the more i've learned to release control um i feel more in control of my life but i'm not worrying about what's going to happen because i have this faith that it will be all right and you know whatever like you were saying about you know we learn from experience well actually i've always i've survived every experience that i've had so far and therefore you can learn from it and so if anything similar ever happens again i'll be able to navigate it a lot better and it and therefore it won't happen or you know it, it's on so i think changing the way that you think about things um is is massively important and um i don't quite know where i was going with that again <laughs> Okay, stress but, is the killer and stress yeah. is negative thinking mm. you are in fear your body physically constricts mm. and you take a stream and you block it block its energy block its flow and it gets sick and so everyone i find that has physical problems are living is living in fear Mm. And what I teach is living from love. First, you have to clear the fears. You can't deny them. Stick them under the carpet or you'll trip. Yeah, and then <laughs> that doesn't work. Love. And that's how I rejuvenated or I wouldn't be here now. Mm. And so we are human. We're going to get scared. It's not what happens, but how we deal with it. So with the pandemic, I got scared too, but I went up, I went up to the attic and was guided, just stay fine, you're fine, just stay home and we'll protect you. And I, the way I manifest is say, thank you, God, for my perfect clients and students. And I open my hands to receive. I am grateful. And that's my manifestation prayer for anything. Mm. And I have people calling me from all over. I do international ses sessions um, and I can help people all over the world. And I have been, and especially the light workers, well, I'll help anyone. The light workers are here to make a difference. Mm. So people, people say, I'll, I have a sense when clients are light workers, I said, do you want to make a difference? I go, yes. They say, yes. And I said, well, you're a light worker. And they said, what's that? Yeah. <laughs> a light worker is here to heal themselves from past karma. And I do a lot of past life work mm. because you're reading, your, you're seeing your life in the middle of a very big book. Mm. And 
you I help people clear their karma, the negative karma, so they can be in the present and move forward. And then you're here to shine your light and love and make a difference. However, you're here to do that. Mm. And they go, oh, it's just so cute. <laughs> oh, that's what that was. <laughs> but I totally <laughs> understand. That sounds like me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but that was exactly my experience, you know, especially when I kind of started out. Like I didn't really all of the spiritual ways and words and teachings and everything was totally foreign to me and I hadn't didn't have a clue but I was having all of these experiences and people kept coming into my life and I was like you know and then like and and twin flames and I was like what is going on like and then and then someone I would meet someone and they go oh it's like when I met my twin flame I was like blah, blah, blah. and then like, oh I think that's a twin flame I was like a twin what and and then that opened the door to to everything else you know and and it's so funny how that the universe will present you with who you who you need as and when and I think it's um interesting to it's it's that kind of that wisdom and it still happens to me now like someone sent me a, a series of um programs about the Essenes and the Gnostics that they they'd seen on Gaia and they said oh this was so up your street I thought you must have seen this this is everything that you talk about and I was like no not a clue but oh, okay oh yeah it does sound quite like me actually like you know and these things that, that will quite often happen like I'll experience something and then I'll find a book on it and I'm like oh that's what that was you know so I think that that's kind of combining that wisdom and then you are provided with the knowledge to kind of back it up um which for me has kind of definitely helped to root in my faith I guess by the mind to say oh see yeah they believe that too yeah because yeah, yeah. many of us are getting the same information we may express it differently and people tell me read this book i go why would i read it i i i teach it and write it mm -hmm. and i got it from a different source i used to read a lot of the books to get started and then my guides actually said we don't want you to read those books we want you to be a pure channel and so they are the ones who work through me. And then when I do hear others speak, I go, oh, I, I've been doing that for years. Mm -hmm. And so that's wonderful. Sometimes the mind needs that. My mind doesn't need that. Mm -hmm. A lot of people do need that. But the point is you want to get to the point where you don't need that. You have trust and faith that you have all the wisdom you'll ever need for yourself. And if you open up, you may even open up to as I have to have wisdom for animals and people so I do these workshops where psychic readings and a stranger sits next to me and or on the teleconference now and they just give me their first and last name and I tell them all about them and they're in shock mm -hmm. I said I don't know anything about you my mind knows nothing how can I but my intuition shows me pictures and gives me words mm -hmm. so your intuition knows everybody it's so important it's it's helped people people from getting into a car accidents uh and don't go that way and they don't go that way and they they avoided a car accident or uh it's been documented during the 9 11 there were some people that were intuitively, there were people that worked there who got no go to work today and it saved their lives. And I had a friend who uh, was told to take a different train and intuitively, and she didn't take that first train and it crashed. Mm -hmm. And it happens all the time with airplanes. People say I was told to not take that air, air, airplane and it crashed. So I always ask intuitively what plane to take, what mm. road to take. If I have to, I'm going somewhere, first I get a yes to go, and then I go, which way is the highest good to go? And that's important. How do you ask your intuition? 
you don't say, what should I do? Because mm -hmm. should is a fear-based word. You're going to the basement. And so you say, is it for my highest good to, and say what the question, is it my highest good to take to go to the beach today? Is it my highest good to, to go this way or that way? And it, it saves, it can save you a lot of money too. I work with this couple that lost all their money because they invested with someone that was so nice to them. Mm -hmm. And she took all their money and ran. And so I don't do anything, including financially. Uh, they have financial advisors up there too, and they're free. And, and <laughs> that's I get my guidance. So it's available seven days a week and it's free and it's even available on holidays. So such a deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think the um, one, I, I t when I first discovered, you know, is it in my highest good to do this and being able to check and but then there, there was a period of time where I feel like I got quite dependent on that and then it was like actually no because then it, it it's I somehow managed to switch it into my mind and and then actually I had to kind of had to stop asking so that I could tune in and listen again and now it's kind of got to the point where if something is like you were saying about, you know, booking flights and things like I have it with booking an appointment. So if I'm like, oh, what, what day is best for this? The day that's off, it will feel like it vibrates slightly. And I'm like, mm, no. And I have to go to the other one that then feels smooth. And that's for me, how I start, how I kind of discern um, is that feeling of, nah. <laughs> Which I, you know, and I think it's really different for everyone, but I think it's um, important to still be able to, to see when, what can start in a spiritual practice can quite easily still be taken over by the mind without you necessarily and then not if maybe if you're not being able to catch it quick enough um, yeah, there, there, i teach different ways to get your intuition and i listen to god radio and people mm -hmm. say i don't get that station i go yes you do mm -hmm. <laughs> so i keep my radio on intuition meaning the door open all the time from the top of my head, which is where we, the crown chakra is where you, how you reach your guides and your higher self. And I, I will hear messages all the time. And, you know, I teach the heart training, which is very basic because they give you a manual and a textbook and you go step by step and you learn the processes. And what I say is the heart process is very powerful, just following the exercises. However, if you're intuitive, you're a master. Mm. Because sometimes I'll get something that the client didn't give me any clue and I'll throw it out and it's a bullseye. Mm -hmm. Clients can't fool me because if they say or try or even unconsciously block me, because I can see beyond the block. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I get that too. <laughs> like, this kind of That's the master I'm talking about. You want to be a master of your life in every area. You need to live from intuition and have the courage to follow it with no hesitation. And that's been my secret to my inner peace, even during these tumultuous times, tumultuous times, however that word is, um, <laughs> and, um, and live in peace. And so my ultimate goal now is living in peace. Mm. And that's a very healing um, love state and if I'm in peace my body is relaxed and I actually rejuvenate yeah. and you can too everybody can exactly you take control of your life and realize that you have four parts you have a mind body spirit and emotions mm. and you need to take care of all four parts mm. but not let your mind be in control run you or your emotions or your physical body you want to be in balance. Balance is very important. Yeah, I mean, I was just going to say, de definitely um, seeing, learning to 
see myself as a whole and 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 then and seeing how quickly those four parts were connected and was invaluable and i think hopefully i feel like there is a shift going on in in kind of society that people are starting to see themselves you know with all of those four aspects and and treating it i guess holistically is a the, the most appropriate word i guess i don't know but um it's how, how would if if someone feels maybe that they're super in their mind um how would you suggest they start being able to cultivate connection with the other parts of themselves so i have in fact a client i work with a couple and recently and i made a private appointment with him because he's stuck in his left brain many of them in silicon valley engineer and so <clears throat> I will ask him to close his eyes and go back to the time he decided it wasn't safe to feel. Mm. See, the, 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 the anything we do to extreme, I add a holic to it to run away from our pain. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of intellectual holics. Mm -hmm. There's food holics, uh, of course, alcohol and drugs, but even um, even a positive aholic, where everything is always positive. I mean, you're not real. Um, write aholic, read aholic. Is any every anything you do to extreme run aholic? Mm -hmm. I had a runner that was terrified because he couldn't run because his foot was injured and he was terrified he was going to punch a wall. Mm -hmm. So I helped him heal as in a child. The anger was coming from his childhood, and he was able to not run for two weeks and be okay. Mm -hmm. So there's symptoms and there's causes. What you're aware of are your symptoms. The causes are in your basement, which is what heart goes for. Mm -hmm. And so I teach people. Uh, I will help them then uh, change the scene and learn, uh, accept the truth that it is safe to feel his feelings. And then help him feel his feelings. And I will say, uh, see a wall protecting you from getting hurt because the heart is all about feeling. Mm. And when he sees his wall up, I'll say, go back the time you built it when you were very hurt. So he'll go back there. Mm. And the first thing to do is heal that inner child and raise their self-esteem. And then if they're ready to, I can take them to the heights of spirituality. But this is a man that probably is not ready for that mm. at all. And so you, I honor where people are. I just take them where they want to go. It's not about me. Yeah. I totally follow the client's lead. They say, I want to get to do this. I want this goal. Great. And then I pull out a tool to help them reach their goal. Mm. And as I said before, I do uh, international sessions and trainings. And I have a lot of books and CDs. And they can get the MP3 or the eBooks. And I offer a free inspirational newsletter and they can sign up on my website and get free two free gifts. And uh, my website is helenerawchild.com. Mm -hmm. uh, do you have that up on the screen? Yeah, it will all be listed on my website underneath everywhere it needs to be. A lot of free videos and I have a spiritual home and a regular home. It's a lot of articles and uh, a lot of information there to um, benefit from. And I'm here to help whoever I can help. And I'm grateful. I give it all unconditionally. Uh, and I do have to charge for my sessions and books because I need to pay my bills, right? Yeah, exactly. Definitely. But I mean, yeah, I think I, I imagine for people that maybe are, you know, wanting to come at spirituality from a logical place and maybe um i feel like you kind of work in, in my experience a lot of the the kind of the work that you do doesn't necessarily feel like spiritual work you know it, it feels 
logical and yeah and the mind can work it out by getting to the cause even though it's working on such a deep subconscious level and i think that's why it's it's so quick and and transformative um so i mean i would highly recommend people do check out all of your resources of which there are multitudes uh and you know there is definitely something to help everybody i think no matter which way you want to come at it um and i think i thank you for that and uh i thank you for coming on and explaining what you do and and having this chat with me which has been wonderful um it's definitely i don't know not given me hope for my future but has has uh reaffirmed feelings about myself so i i am hugely grateful for that so thank you and thank you for the opportunity yeah and uh hopefully we will see you again soon all right. Thank you very much. Till next time, guys. Take care. Thank you for listening to you, me, just us three, the down to earth spiritual podcast. I hope you've enjoyed our time together. This podcast is free with the aim to reach and help as many people as possible. But if you would like to contribute to help with editing costs, please do follow the PayPal link. To work with myself or any of our guests, our contact information can be found at www.theodorafizard.com. And again, thank you in advance for all your time, comments, likes, shares, and subscriptions. Until next time, take care.